expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 93 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,146 on turnover of 4.1 billion NT. The market took a dive on Wednesday, losing almost 200 points as investors took cues from a decline on Wall Street overnight following the release of weaker-than-expected economic data out of the U.S. Selling once again focused on large-cap electronic stocks, while the transportation sector also came under heavy pressure, led by shipping stocks, which pushed the broader market down further by the end of the trading day. The Central Epidemic Command Center has taken delivery of Taiwan's first shipment of the Novavax coronavirus vaccine. The 504,000 doses arrived at Taoyuan International Airport at just after 7 o'clock this morning. Rollout of the doses will begin on July 8 at the earliest. According to the Epidemic Command Center, the vaccine will be administered as primary and booster shots to people aged 18 and older, and it can be mixed and matched with other brands currently available for that age group. The shipment is the first part of an order of 2.2 million Novavax vaccine doses purchased through the COVAX Global Vaccine Sharing Initiative. The remainder of the doses will be delivered by the end of this year. And the Central Weather Bureau says the third tropical storm of this year is expected to form in the South China Sea today. According to the Bureau's Forecast Center, the tropical depression is currently located some 500 kilometers west of the Philippine island of Luzon and is moving in a north-northeasterly direction at 8 kilometers an hour. It's packing sustained wind speeds of 54 kilometers an hour with gusts of up to 82 kilometers an hour. Based on current projections, the tropical depression will move in a northwesterly direction towards China's Hainan Island. Although it is not forecast to have a direct impact on Taiwan, the Bureau says its outer rim could bring rain to parts of the island, and unstable conditions can be expected from tomorrow. In international news, rights group Amnesty International says a Russian airstrike on a Ukrainian theater is a war crime. A report released today says there is evidence to suggest that the strikes deliberately targeted the theater being used as a shelter in the besieged city of Mariupol. Amnesty says there is no evidence the Donetsk Academic Regional Drama Theater was a base of operations for Ukrainian soldiers, as Russia had claimed. 
The March 16th airstrike devastated the building, with estimates from 300 to 600 people dead, with the theater mostly sheltering women, the elderly, and children. Meanwhile, in the U.S., the House January 6th committee subpoenas former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. AP correspondent Mike Gracia reports. The House committee investigating the January 6th insurrection has issued a subpoena to former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. The subpoena was issued one day after former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson testified that Cipollone warned against then-President Donald Trump going to the Capitol with thousands of his supporters. We're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if we make that movement happen. And do you remember which crimes... Mr. Cipollone was concerned with? In the days leading up to the 6th, we had conversations about potentially obstructing justice or defrauding the electoral count. Cipollone gave the committee an informal interview on April 13th, but he has refused to provide on-the-record testimony. Mike Gracia, Washington. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.